The Beginning Encounter Sometimes, what looks like bad people is only good people in bad situations. So what can we say about Vicki Newsom, an advertising executive who is single except for her two cats, Stone and Jones? She named them after one of her first ad sales on a show by the same name. She leaves work, as she does most days, not traveling to clients or researching for her job. She plans to make it a quiet evening of watching reruns and wondering what ad could have been put in that show long ago. She makes her way out of her office building and hikes down the street to a local corner grocery to pick up a few things. It is snack night and her night to jump off the diet, if only for a bit. She makes her way back to her car to put her items in the trunk and decides to drop in the bookstore across the street to see what is new. She tends to get lost in these bookstores, so much to discover. She wanders the aisles of self-help books, to cooking and then to romance. A book catches her eye, titled Short Stories Not From a Real Writer. The simple book title draws her attention as she picks it up. She is a little aware that someone else has taken notice of her. A mysterious and unseeming suspicious-looking man begins to watch her from corners and small openings in bookshelves. She looks around as if something beckons her to pay attention to her surroundings, but she continues happily looking around. She picks up a few more books and leaves as it is getting late. The man follows and gets into his car to continue the pursuit. Vicky arrives at her house in the suburbs remotely, opening her garage door as the man passes by, turning the corner. She made a small mental note of him passing. He must live around here. That's why the car seemed to go wherever she went when coming home. She leaves the garage door open as she carries her goods into the house. The man sees she is inside and sneaks his way into her garage and hides behind a cabinet so she will not notice him. She grabs her final things and closes the trunk of the car as the garage door lowers. As it closes, her security light automatically comes on outside when dark. The man watches as the light extinguishes from the garage door closure. He waits patiently for a long time so that her guard will be down. He listens for the TV in her house to eventually go off. He knows the longer he waits, the more neighbors will go too. Thoughts race through his mind of doubts about what he wants to do. However, the urge is strong and the adrenaline is pumping in his anxious state. It is like a drug, for this is something he had fantasized numerous times in his head, but his emotions have convinced him to make the fantasy real. He is scared, yet excited, and knows there is no going back after this. It runs through his mind like a car in a circle, with no place to park as he keeps hearing her shuffle around the house. Finally, it is getting quiet, as he hears her walking up the stairs. He makes his move to the garage house door, noticing it is unlocked. Vicky is showering and preparing for bed. The man has made his way up the stairs and takes position in the adjacent room, waiting for the right moment for him to surprise his victim. Vicky dries off after a short shower and changes into a long t-shirt. The man's heart begins to beat faster as the moment has come. He has not done this before, but has rehearsed it many times in his head. He is no killer, but pulls a steak knife out that he acquired from her kitchen for intimidation. She is sitting on her bed, reading now. He thinks to himself, okay, Tim, this is it. He begins to have second thoughts about his life and why he is doing this, 
but the obsession to control another human being is too much of a high for him. Chemical responses in his brain from the excitement are like a drug and he begins to feel powerful. He summons his courage and bursts out, quickly overtaking Vicky and putting the knife to her throat. 